That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And then I get a call and he was like, you will not believe what just happened. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, my crystal just exploded. I was like, exploded? Like, what do you mean? It's supposed to crack, but like, it's not supposed to. He's like, no, Kelsey, it exploded. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Fanatics. I am your host, Claire Kramer, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Jake Marin. Hello, Jake. Hey, Claire. I'm actually very excited because today we're going to learn about something that I've always been ashamed to admit that I'm interested in, and that's crystals. I, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that I am also interested in this topic. We have on the lovely Kelsey Davies today. She is a content creator. You've probably seen her all over social media. She's a psychic medium. She's an actress, a singer, a dancer. That's like the quadruple threat. She's been on Travel Channel's Paranormal Caught on Camera, and she also hosts a podcast, Intoxicated, in talk cicated. Uh, <laughs> very clever play on words there. And she, yes, she's coming on to talk about crystals and her sort of, I I mean, I would normally say love of crystals, but she's more like very interacting with crystals, I feel. Yes. She is amazing in how she breaks down not only her love for crystals, but why people are interested in crystals. And for me as somebody who, you know, is a little skeptical, but also a little bit interested, she really just kind of opened my eye, opened my eyes and my mind to seeing that, okay, there's probably something here. Yeah. And she's also like this really genuine person. Like I felt like from the moment we were talking to her that she was just like connected, like we'd been old friends in a way. So I I feel like that's probably, you know, sometimes you have preconceived notions about people in different, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, if she's into crystals, she must be like a hippie or from Salem or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? But (laughs) She's a witch from the 1500s. Yes. She's like reincarnated 5,000 times. But she actually just like was super relatable and genuine. And I felt like the genuineness about her personality added to me, you know, wanting to like not only just be her friend and hang out with her, but learn more about crystals. So I hope you guys feel the same way. Enjoy this episode. It's going to be great. All right, Kelsey, big question for you. If you were a crystal, What color would you be? 
Ooh, that's a hard question. I feel like I would be purple. I feel like I'd be like amethyst, you know, kind of calming. But like, I do have a lot of purple in my aura a lot of the time. So I kind of associate myself with a lot of purple colors. Would you say that purple is is like a chill color? Or do you think purple can get pretty amped up? I think purple is more of like a chill, calm color. I think that it definitely... I don't know. I feel like it could be amped up, though. Like, if it's a darker purple, I feel like I'm more of a light purple, though. Okay. Okay. I like the visual of a light purple. It's like it's like that glow in the sky that you can't take your eyes off of, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like light purple is like the outline of the chakra. But before we get into all that and go deeper, Kelsey, for someone like me who doesn't have a lot of experience with crystals, despite the fact that my dad was a geologist... <laughs> What are the properties of crystals that interest you? And what are we talking about today regarding crystals? So I absolutely love crystals. I've just always enjoyed, I don't know, like ever since I was little, I would collect rocks. And like, I didn't realize later they were crystals, you know, they had energy in them. So that was always something I was drawn to and always something that I loved to like, I don't know, just go to the crystal store and just like look and see which ones I'm drawn to. Because I always believe that if you are drawn to a certain crystal or a certain color, that's, you know, the one that you're needing in the moment, you know, so it's like your favorite color always changes. And it's like, I always associate colors with auras too, because a lot of people I'll tell them their aura in the moment. And they're like, wow, that's my favorite color right now. Like, you know, so it's very interesting how we can just kind of pick up on things like that. So despite me like really wanting to ask you what my aura is, which we can talk about later, (laughs) what makes crystals like what holds the the living like power of the crystal that connects with a human's energy? Can can you kind of like walk me through that part of the crystal area? Yeah. So a lot of different crystal colors kind of are associated with chakras. So there's different colors in your chakra and a lot of crystals, like if you get say a blue crystal, a lot of the times they're good for your throat chakra, or they could be, you know, more of a purple blue, which is good for your like third eye. So that's, you know, there's, it's like all different colors of the rainbow, pretty much. So you just see like this rainbow of crystals in a chakra aligning, like crystal piece, they're like this big. And like, they're, they're crystals that are, you know, one stacked one on top of the other for your different chakras. And it's always good to like align them. And I think that crystals really help in a way like align your chakras, you know, so it's like if you need your solar plexus chakra, you know, if you need more energy there, then you can get like some sort of yellow crystal maybe or sacral chakras like orange and then your grounding chakras red, you know, like there's a lot of different, it's just so cool how they just go with your energy. And chakras for those, for those that don't know, if you're not into chakras, can you give a brief definition there? Yeah. So chakras are like your different energy points in your body. That's the best way I can explain it. You know, you have your crown chakra, cow chakra. (laughs) I hope you don't have that, but you have a crown chakra. You have your, you know, third eye, you have your um, throat chakra, your heart, your, your solar plexus, which is your core, you know, your sacral chakra, which could be used for like, 
you know, having a good time down there. And then, (laughs) and then there's like your uh, grounding chakra too. So there's all different, you know, energy points in the body. And that's been believed for generations. That's just a really old, you know, belief. And a lot of people can see auras and a lot of people, you know, um, know how to align those chakras and really focus on them to increase the energy. So if you're having a really you know, hard time with self-love and things like that. There are ways to work on that chakra. Mm. And and Kelsey, I mean, this is fascinating. And it sounds like you've done a lot of research into the world of crystals and how they, you know, affect the body. But do you do other things? Like, have you, have you had a sound bath before? Do you do yoga? Are there other things that you have found that, I don't know, I guess, touch you in the same way as crystals do? Or are crystals just one of a kind and hit you harder than everything else? Yeah, I love meditating because when I do meditate, I see the, you know, like I'll close my eyes and I'll be focusing on my third eye and I'll see like this indigo color or this purple or this, you know, like I'll see these different colors. And I think that's really, really interesting Uh to be able to really tap into that through like meditation. Yoga definitely helps. Dancing helps. Like I watch people's auras when they dance and they change and they shift. And it's so cool to see that energy just like flowing with that person if they're passionate about what they're doing you can tell just by you know the light that comes out of them yeah and is this something that you mentioned you started at a young age like were your parents into crystals and and things of this nature did they take you to the crystal store like you were talking about no so they they weren't really into all of it I kind of was just drawn to it like my mom would be like why do you need all these rocks because I would go to Catalina Island we would go every year and I would collect uh rocks which I later realized they were crystal um you know they were like uh clear quartz so they have a lot of clear quartz that I would collect and my mom would be like can we get rid of these rocks like why do you have these and I'd be like no 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 they're like I want them you know they're cool I really like like them but I didn't realize the meaning behind them until later in life and I would always wear like crystal um like necklaces in high school and stuff and people would always ask me like you know what crystal is that I'd be like I don't know. I just really liked it. So I just like wore it, you know, so I was always just drawn to them. I don't know if that's the psychic side or if people just, you know, are drawn to it and they don't realize why. <laughs> so, but it's like, cause you, you're attracted to that energy. And when was the first time, this is so interesting. When was the first time that you, Kelsey, had either you were wearing a crystal or you were holding a crystal or something and you felt like that jolt of you know, awakening surged through your body and you realized, wow, this is something more than just like, oh, I like it. I'm going to wear it. Yeah. I, I think I realized it later on when I kind of had a more of an understanding of like their purpose. Like when I went to a crystal shop in Denver, Colorado or Boulder, we went to Boulder, Colorado and there's a lot of, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot of crystal shops around there. And I went into one and I just like, felt so drawn to I think it was selenite and I picked it up and I flinched because it was really hot and I was like whoa that was weird like what was that and then my sister was there and I told her I was like so if you hold a crystal in your hand you close your eyes your body kind of tells you if you need it or not and she was like whatever I don't believe you and I was like okay just try it close your eyes if your body falls forward it means you know you 
you're aligned with that crystal. If it goes backwards, then you're not aligned with it. She was like, okay, whatever. So she did it and she like freaked out. She was like, I felt my hips like pull forward. She was like freaking out. And at that time she had a negative entity in her house that we both saw crawling on the floor. And what she was holding was black tourmaline. And that is to, you know, repel negative energy. So she was like, I need this. She bought this huge chunk of black tourmaline. (laughs) And then what happened when she took it home? It definitely helped. There uh, there was just no going. You know, like I, I saged her house. I cleansed it. She put, you know, her black tourmaline in the spot that I saw the entity. But, you know, sometimes they'll move. So you have to put another one in a different spot. But it definitely helped protect her because she was having really bad like sleep paralysis and nightmares and stuff like that. So I told her, put it next to your nightstand. And after that, she was like, it really, really helped. And now she believes in crystals. And it's just so crazy. (laughs) She's a crystal convert. Yes. (laughs) I love it. A a crystal convert. And do you have a lot of friends who you've, uh, you've brought over to the crystal side? Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, you know, like they, you know, I'll I'll have friends who are going through a breakup or going through a really hard time. And I'm like, you know what, I don't know how else to help. This is the way I know how I'll pull tarot for you. I'll sage you. I'll give you some crystals. This is my way of helping you. You know, like I, I like helping them like in any way that I can, but that's just a way that I know works in my heart. I'm like, this is, this is going to help you. And it has every time they come back and they're like, please do that again. If you need an adjustment, to use a yoga term, or, you know, if you need some help, who do you go to? Are you able to give that same relief to yourself? Or do you have someone like a guru that you study under? I actually was thinking about that yesterday, which is interesting. I've never really had anyone to go to my whole life because like gifts run in my family, but it runs on the side that they all like died. (laughs) So they all died. You know, they're all dead. So I'm Uh like, you can't help me very much. Like they can in the afterlife a little (laughs) bit. They come and guide me, you know, but I'm like, I kind of grew up really confused because my parents weren't really into that. And my sister wasn't really into that. They all didn't really have gifts. And then it somehow all went to me. So I was just really confused. Like I would go through my grandma's photo book and I would feel energy through photos. And I would love to go to museums because I would get like flashes of like visions at museums with certain objects. And I thought it was normal. Like I had no idea it was anything different. Same with aura colors. I would always be like, oh, wow. Like my dad's like, he's like kind of blue or like green today. I was like, we're green. And like, I never thought it was different. I thought it was like completely normal. (laughs) Yeah, because why would you think anything else? Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When did crystals start to come into play, though? Like what age? You know, you said when you were younger, but you're having these feelings, these emotions, these 
you know, uh, things you're seeing in terms of aura and whatever else yeah. it may be. When did crystals start to come into the picture? I always collected them, but when I really started understanding them, it was probably like two or three years ago that I started really collecting them, you know, and knowing what they meant and knowing why I have each crystal and um, charging them. And, you know, like people do like charging rituals where they charge their crystals under the moon, you know, the moon's energy, or you'll oh, sage wow. and cleanse them because you have I to did like one of cleanse those. your crystal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll realize some of them get cloudy and you're like, this wasn't like that when I bought it. How did it get cloudy all of a sudden? Um, so that's kind of something that I really started getting into. And then my boyfriend, he, he didn't, he was kind of skeptical about all of it until he met me. Then he, now he like wears crystals every day because I bought him hematite or hematite. I bought him a hematite ring. And what hematite does is it like cracks or it breaks when it collects enough negative energy. And so he, he was like, okay, whatever, I'll wear it, you know, cause you got it for me. And I was like, okay, just wear it. Cause he was in car sales then. So he, you know, wore it to work and he wore it for like a couple weeks. And then I get a call and he was like, you will not believe what just happened. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, my crystal just exploded. I was like, exploded. Like, what do you mean? It's supposed to crack, but like, it's not supposed to, he's like, no, Kelsey, it exploded. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I was dealing with a really negative customer. Like they had a really bad, you know, just they weren't nice. And I started, you know, typing on my computer all of a sudden, his hematite just exploded. He said it hit the keyboard, it hit the wall. Oh. He was like freaked out. He sent me a picture of it crumbled in his hands in like five pieces. And we were both like, what? So now he wears crystals every day. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh the the ring sounds like a good idea, though, because it's like, who doesn't want to collect all the negative energy and get rid of Like, the second that ring explodes, yes. I'm going to get a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get it <laughs> like, all. Put, yeah. Put that negative <laughs> energy into a it. ring. Not my heart. Not my head. I love that. Let me, let me go back to when you're helping, like, friends with breakups for a minute, just to use an analogy, or, you know, if you're helping someone who's grieving from a death or something. What do you feel like? Because you have to be tuned in as sort of like a medium to yeah. understand what that person is going through. What does your body do? What do you feel like in those moments? Yeah, it's usually it depends on the person, but I definitely feel for them. And I, I can tell when they're genuine. I can tell when they're really, really hurting, you know, um, I've had experiences where I've known people who don't didn't have good intentions, but then I've had experiences with people going through grief and people who are actually really going through something. I feel it in my body physically a lot of the time. I'm like, my throat's so choked up right now. They're like, I've been feeling that all week. Like, I just feel like I can't speak, you know, and I'm like, it sounds like you need to really work on your your throat chakra, like opening mm. it up. It seems like this, you know, trauma or this grief has caused you to shut down in your communication. So I try to help them in that way. You know, I will feel certain things or I'll give a friend a call because I get like a vision of them crying or I'll get a vision of them like something and I'll, I'll text them or call them. I'll be like, are you okay? And they're always like, how did you know? Just always, you know, so I always am able to reach out to them and help them in whatever way I can. 
Do you ever have trouble letting go of that, like, grief? I think grief really does lie in the throat. I'm curious if there's a reason why. And then I want to know if you have one of these, you know, connections with a friend and then you, how do you physically let go of those feelings? So two-part question. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I don't know, it really holds on to me. Like, there's a lot of past energy I try to let go of, but it's so hard because it does linger So what I do is I try to cleanse myself the best I can. I try to sage myself, do some meditations to kind of tap out of that energy. And it's it's hard because people always think you're crazy or people don't believe you. But it's like I've had so many crazy experiences that are just unexplainable that it's it's hard to like even say it's not it's it's just so real. And it's like when people do work on these things, like grief, you said, you know, it usually runs up here. It's usually like chest and throat for me. And sometimes your solar plexus, because that's your core. It's like a pain, you know, like a hurting pain, but then it's like your heart chakra. Cause your, your heart's broken. You know, it's like a grief thing. Your heart, you could die from a broken heart actually. And then your throat it's like you're not able to communicate what emotions you're feeling a lot of the time some people have no problem with it some people just you know tell it how it is and they just explain (laughs) too much sometimes but some people it's like they just shut down and their throat chakra just kind of it just feels like a ball in your throat that's the best way I can explain it it's like you can't even speak because you're so like distraught or so hurt so what crystal goes there? What do you what throat chakra crystal integrates in the process of recovering from that grief? Yeah, there's a lot. I think that any blue crystal, so there's like a uh, kyanite, there's calcite, I think. There's angelite, that's really good. You know, anything that just like matches that color usually does help, but you can also work on it. You can also do meditations or just talk to people. You can just literally talk to like a therapist or talk to someone about uh, and not feel like a burden. I don't know. I feel like I always feel like a burden, like telling people my problems. So I know a lot of other people feel that way too. So just know it's not you being a burden. Like don't allow yourself to shut that down because that's so important to share that. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it just kind of like eats you from the inside and you just feel trapped and like you can't speak your emotions because a lot of your energy comes out of your mouth, comes out of your throat constantly, you know, good and bad, whatever. I truly believe whatever you speak, like you speak into existence. So it's like you have to be careful with what you say and have to be careful with the energy that you put out with that throat chakra too. Interesting. And uh pivoting not pivoting but just going back to talking about your pursuit of crystals i'm uh curious you know not only at the crystal store that you mentioned you would go growing up but where do you go to get these crystals have you traveled to different states different countries or anywhere you know that we might think is pretty ridiculous to go get these yeah so i personally haven't but i do know people who get them you know from wholesale like my friend, Chris, she owns a crystal shop. It's called the crystalline soul. And she gets these handpicked, just beautiful pieces. But she, like, I went with her one time because we did a collab crystal box. So I went with her and it's just thousands of crystals, rooms of crystals and bags. You just feel it when you're walking. And it's like, 
so surreal and so cool. We got to go in there and pick out all these different crystals. I know there's a lot in Thailand. When I went, there were a lot of crystals. You know, my there was like a whole story out there with another crystal, but it was hematite too. It broke when someone got in a bike accident that I predicted. So that sucked. But (laughs) yeah, it was like this whole thing. But I've been, you know, I I think there's a lot of like spiritual energy in Asia from my experience. So there's a lot of crystals out there. But I think a lot of people get them from like the desert and get them from the ocean and get them from, you know, different places in the world. But these people who sell the crystals usually, they'll usually tell you like where they got it and how it was, you know, come together and everything like that. Now, when you say a joint crystal box, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. So we did a collab crystal box. So like I know a lot of my fans love crystals and spirituality and a lot of, you know, she has her crystal shop and she also does, you know, what I do with the paranormal and everything. Me and her are super into crystals. So we were like, let's do like a collab, like Kelsey Davies, Crystalline Soul crystal box so that we can pick out these crystals for our followers, you know, whatever box you get is like kind of a mystery of what crystals are going to be like coming to you from, you know, whatever we pick or whatever the universe picks. So it's, it was really cool to do and really fun. And I want to do it more definitely. Yeah, I want one of those boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we I sold them for New Year's. We'll probably do another box in a couple months because she had to pack all of them. She works her butt off. So she's, you know, crystalline soul, guys. Go check it out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What is the most, you know, we talked about the, is it hematite, the one that explodes? Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah. what is another... Do you have another experience? You mentioned earlier that you had a lot of like surreal experiences with crystals that you can't even really describe. Describe one of them, please. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So trying to think, I don't want to like, there's one dark situation that happened, but I'll go into something that was a little better. I got um, Azurite Malachite and Azurite Malachite is said to be like one of the most powerful stones and it's supposed to change your life for the better. It's supposed to rid of toxic people and like toxic energy around you. I was a little nervous. I was like, okay, that sounds like intense, but I'll get it. What, what, you know, what can I do? You know, it's like a rock. You know, so I bought it. So I was like, all right, let's see what this rock can do. And oh my God, like after I got that, it, it was like, all there were, you know, three girls that I helped with with a lot of things, and they just all at the same time showed their true colors, and it was like so intense. And I went through like really, you know, really intense situations and stuff like that, and it just showed me their true colors and who was really my friends and who was really here to support me. And that thing, like. I swear I carried it around with me. Like I put it in my bag. So I didn't even realize I had it with me. Like every situation that happened, it was with me. And it was like, I stopped being friends with those people. And all of a sudden my, my social media just started blowing up. I moved to LA. I started making more money. I started attracting all these amazing people in my life. And it got rid of the toxic ones and brought in like, such amazing people that I never even knew I would meet. 
And it, it's just like so weirdly powerful that I'm like, I got Drew Malachite, which is, you know, I didn't get the Azurite and Malachite. I got him Malachite, which is like a green looking rock. It's kind of cool. I, ha- I have some Malachite. Yeah. You do cool. you? I love oh, it. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's good. It like definitely helps. But Drew, after I got him Malachite, he like, he was stuck in, in his job. He wasn't happy. He literally like got this huge job opportunity right after I got him it like this just out of nowhere, like this huge job opportunity. He quit his job and now he's, you know, like living his dreams. So it's so, so cool to me to see that. I love that. When, when do you retire a crystal? Is there ever a point like you did, like the one that you carried in your purse that brought you to LA and all these, you know, amazing opportunities and situations? Are you just like, okay, your your job is done. Go sit over here now. Or does it, yeah, you, yeah. you keep working with it? That's a good question. I kind of like, I think I left that one in my bag for a while and then I took it out and I kind of looked at it after and I was like, damn, like, you were in there that whole time. That's weird. You know, like I looked at it and I, I feel like I'll put a crystal kind of at the back of the shelf if I'm not needing it in the moment. And then I'll need it again. You know, you're going to need it again. Like you have a long, pretty long lifespan. So it's like, you're going to need it over again. So I just leave it in the back. It gets a little dusty until it's ready to come back out. Then I'm like, I look back at it. I'm like, hmm, kind of want that one again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely cleanse it, sage it, charge it. You know, you can put it on selenite. Selenite does charge crystals. Selenite's so hot when I touch it. It's like I try to grab selenite sometimes and I flinch. It's like very powerful. <laughs> what is the difference and how does it affect a crystal's energy if you change its original form from like a raw crystal into like a pendant or a, a bead for a bracelet? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my friend Chris was just telling me about this because she, you know, owns this shop and everything. And she said like the ones with the point on the top, like here, this one, like there's these with like a point on the top, I guess like the different shapes project the energy in different ways or something like that. So I thought that was really interesting. I didn't really know that. And like, I guess tumbles have, uh, I can't remember what it was. They're definitely more transportable for you, but there's like each crystal, if they're round, if they're square, if they're different shapes and different points, they project energy in different directions and ways is what she was telling me. I just learned about that. So I'm like, that that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. You know, I just thought that they did like shapes for fun or whatever. Yeah. But I guess it does affect the way the crystal produces energy. What what crystal do I point at my angry teenagers <laughs> to make them <laughs> to make them be nice? <laughs> the biggest one. The biggest one the with biggest threat of one. bodily harm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm like a big chunk of uh amethyst maybe to calm them down. <laughs> Kelsey, let me ask you. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know anything about crystals. What would you, as a member of the crystal community, what's one thing we haven't talked about that you would like people to know? Just keep an open mind, honestly. Like, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of people who refuse to, like, believe in it. But if you think about it, our Earth is made of so many, like, 
of these crystals. Like they are everywhere. And I I just genuinely feel like there's different areas with different crystals that have more energy collected and more like you'll learn about it too. There's a lot of science behind it as well, which I thought was interesting because I definitely, you know, need proof and stuff. That's how I am. I'm not just going to blindly believe in something unless I have evidence for myself. That's just how I've always been, whether it's scientific or whether it's experience. And with crystals, it's been both for me. It's both like, just like go buy a crystal and try it. You know, if you don't believe in it, just try it and see what happens. And you might be shocked. And then I don't know, you might believe in them now. First of all, I I want to have like so many more private offline conversations with you about my life <laughs> and, I love that. and get your advice. But before we wrap up this section of our conversation, go back into your childhood, look back at your younger Kelsey self and think about the why this was attractive to you, crystals and sort of this this chakra integration with crystals, integration with being a medium. What what was it other than, you know, the fact that this historically ran in your family that now fulfills you? It's just kind of the validation of it, I think. It's like the validation that when I was little, I wasn't just a weird girl collecting rocks. I mean, I was, but like <laughs> I wasn't just that. Like it kind of makes sense now. It's I don't know, I look back and I'm like I just wish you understood where this is going to take you. I wish you understood like the journey you're about to go on and why everything's happening and where, you know, like why you're drawn to these things and why you're drawn to certain things and you're different from other people. Like I would just tell her, just be patient and just trust your gut. (laughs) I love it. It's great. Well, we end every episode with a love letter. So, Kelsey, if you could regale us with a love letter to Crystals. All right. Dear Crystals, thank you for helping me in many ways energetically. Thank you for helping other people in many ways. Thank you for providing good energy on this world full of chaos. And I love you. Love, Kelsey. <laughs> love, Kelsey. Amazing. Yay. Yay. Great job, Kelsey. That was fun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, Jake, what 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 are your thoughts? I mean, what, what I are mean, your thoughts? She said a lot of things that are spot on. For example, I meditate and I see colors. I see uh, a turquoise. That's the color that I see. And that's how I know that my meditation is in like peak form where I'm letting the world go. So when she's talking about colors and how they relate to crystals and she's talking about how she meditates and sees colors that she relates to, it hit me, Claire. I'm not going to lie. You know, it really hit me. But what about you? Well, wait, I want to go deeper with you. Okay. Uh, okay. How do you see a color? Like, are you talking about your eyes are shut? Now, obviously, you know, sh- seeing like people's 
auras is different than seeing a color when you're meditating. When you're seeing a color while you're meditating, are your eyes shut or open? So my eyes are shut. Okay. Now, the way I think is because, you know, I have light probably on in the room. I have my eyes closed and it's right where the eyelids meet. That's the color I see. But I don't see it all the time. I only see it when I'm in a really good meditation and I see this turquoise. And it's not like I'm imagining. I clearly see it. Okay. You see it. See, I I have not had this experience. And I do, you know, anyone who knows me or has listened to any of these podcasts knows that I practice yoga, or at least I try to. I've been on a non-practicing streak. I get (laughs) it. I I need to get back on the practicing streak. But even with yoga, and I've meditated a few times, I, I, and I would love to try to get into meditation more, but I have not been able to find that sweet spot where I can like let myself go and be in this like emptiness, I guess you say, you know, or whatever, even in Shavasana at at yoga, I'm con, I, um, I'm constantly, my brain is just going, like, going, going, Mm -hmm. going. And so, and I've also been, like, with religion, and we talked a lot about psychics, and and religion ties in a little bit because, you know, obviously, we live, we die, and religion is basically built on that concept, (laughs) no matter which, which one you subscribe to. I've, I've, constantly been like, hey, give me a sign. Like, for example, after my dad died, like, give me a sign. Someone let me know. Let me know what's going on. Is he, what happened? Like, and Mm -hmm. I've never had that experience. Like she talks about, about like seeing an aura or being visited by someone or da, da, da. So I don't know, like, what am I doing wrong that I'm missing out on all this? You know, it makes me think that some people are touched, if you will. And I do think that things like crystals are there to give people a little push. You know, if, if, for example, they already have those instincts, like Kelsey has, you know, crystals just help you kind of push along the way. And, you know, it's interesting to hear you talk about meditation. I think what a crystal might do for somebody meditating is it gives them something to concentrate on, just like guided meditations and breathing meditations for me allow me, because when I'm just doing Shavasana, or if I'm just trying to clear my head and, and just, just okay, go meditate. It's not going to happen. But if I have something to focus on, and maybe that's what these crystals are doing, the way she talked about targeting certain areas and talked about that giant crystal she showed us being pointed so that it goes clearly into certain areas, it, it makes me think that, yeah, there's something there, even though I've also had bad experiences, Claire. I told you once I went on a date with somebody who refused to shower because she thought crystals uh, were enough to make her not smell, and that's good. not true. <laughs> let's just it's not true. It's not. <laughs> let's just put it out there that they will not save you from bo, or you know. I hope she brushed her teeth, but I don't even want to go down that road anymore. It, it, that's I wasn't trying to find out after I got. The, yeah, uh, the I first hear you. Look. I am definitely going to be like doing some research about what crystals I can point at my two teenage daughters to like get them to be nicer to me and listen to me. Um, <laughs> Love that's it. number one on the list. And you know, I would say I'm open. There's, there's a book, a uh, bookstore in Los Angeles called psychic eye where I've been quite a few times and it's a fun, cool place, but 
I don't know. I just, I need to have an experience where I feel something with like yes. either a crystal or a tarot deck or like somebody like talks to me through a Ouija board or I'm like kind of open, <laughs> whatever has to happen. But I just, I'm lacking that experience. So Jake, I guess what I'm saying is for me, Claire Kramer, I'm looking for that in my life. And if <laughs> I have overlooked crystals, I haven't thought that they may bring me that experience, but I'm willing to like go out and buy a crystal and see what happens, I guess. And putting putting your intention out there, like Kelsey said, I think things are going to start happening for you, Claire. I think you crystals do? are going to start falling from the sky for you. So just get ready. Am I going to get visited? Well, let's. that's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, podcast. if you guys have liked this episode as much as we've liked recording this episode with Kelsey, uh, share it with your friends. Get the love of crystals out there. Use that throat chakra <laughs> and speak your yes. love of fanatics. We are fanatics on Twitter. We are fanatics.com where you can listen to all almost a hundred of our episodes. Ooh. You can go way back. You can start with the first ever. You can, you know, jump somewhere in the middle, whatever. We hope you enjoy them. Let us know on Twitter and uh, send us a DM. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye guys. Hey guys, and before we go, next week on Fanatics, we have the phenomenal Zuren Villanueva. Of course, you know her from Murder Mystery 2 alongside Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. She's playing Tina Turner in the Tina Turner musical, and she played Dion in Clueless the Musical with Dove Cameron playing Cher. And she's coming on Fanatics to talk about dating tactics, her fanaticism of dating and what tactics are involved. Um, it's an amazing episode. And if you're in the dating world, you're going to want to listen. So we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Enhance your listening experience with Wondry Plus. Enjoy ad-free listening, exclusive content, binges, and more. Join Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts.